Hey guys, I'm Bert with Dabbing with Washington Artists. The idea is simple. We have six dabs and six questions. So sit back, light your torches, as we sit down and interview the artists that make Washington, Washington. Hi, I'm Lee, uh, <laughs> better known as Blacklist, uh, with an X instead of an A, because uh, A's are whack. <laughs> uh, you can check me out on SoundCloud, uh, soundcloud.com slash blacklist music again an x instead of an a you can also check me out on spotify uh, same thing uh, instagram blacklist.music uh, also go check out nameless with an x instead of an a on soundcloud spotify and instagram as well uh, thank you so much for having me on uh, dabbing with washington artists for today's series of dabs we will begin our smoke session with a rainbow sorbet, a northern lights, and a chem dog, and we will round out the session with a black diesel, an acapulco gold, and a lemon frost. Thank you for joining us today on Dabbing with Washington Artists. Today we are joined by Blacklist. Thank you for uh, making the drive up here, man. Thanks for joining us. Of course, it was a good job. I like the drive. Uh, right on, man. Uh, uh, so uh, we're going to go ahead and get right into it. Uh, our first dab of the day is going to be a Rainbow Sorbet. Rainbow Sorbet is an indica-dominant hybrid with a distinct terpene profile of sage and fruitiness and is known for its tendency to leave the smoker feeling creative and productive. We scored a gram of these sugar diamonds at a shop on 112th Avenue in Everett. Uh, the first thing we always like to ask everybody when they come in here is, uh, what role does cannabis play in your creative process? I cannot record unless I'm smoking. Like, um, I, don't, I don't write at all everything. Like, I just freestyle and punch in. So, like, I have to be as high as possible. Like, my, my music's very drug-influenced. I don't do any, like, hard shit anymore. I used to, like do a bunch of Zans and Coke and drink lean, but I, 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 just, I just really smoke weed now. I got a kid, so gotta be, gotta be responsible. Priorities, yeah. you know. Uh, that's cool. I mean, do you, uh, do you have a tendency towards uh, indicas or sativas? Do you have any favorite strains? Where I'm from, uh, there's, it's like, it's good weed or bad weed, so I don't necessarily know the difference still. Okay. Um, so it doesn't really matter to me. Have you not been in Washington for too long? Been here for a year this month. Oh, we're done. Yeah. Well, welcome to the area. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully you'll get a, a chance to, you know, <laughs> find, out. find out what it is you really Figure like. Shit out, That's yeah. kind of the nice bit about it. Um, so, uh, so when you get into these uh, these head spaces and stuff like that, um, how does that how does that go? Like, do you usually um, do you easily freestyle them? Yeah. Um, so. Uh, do you hit like just like a certain level of high and you know that's the good spot? You yeah. Just, you just have this. So like um, I have a bunch of friends that make beats um, and I just have a whole bunch of my Google Drive and I'll just sit there and smoke until I find the right beat. And then once I find it, I just sit there and get as high as I can figure out the mel melody of it. And then once I have the melody, the words just fall into place super easy. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I used to, I used to write. It used to take like a week to make a fucking song. And I started doing this. Takes like an hour tops. That's not bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can pump them out. But yeah, I try to make um, this week. Uh, just these past few days, I made like six songs because I'm working on an EP. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> 
So, uh, moving on, we have a Northern Lights. Northern Lights is a classic indica dominant strain with a unique taste of tangy spices and sugarcane, and its tendency to leave the smoker couch locked and sedated. We found a gram of this terpto at a shop on 88th Avenue in Linwood. So, well, you mentioned that you just moved here to Washington a year ago. Um, have you found that living in Washington has influenced your creative process, or has or changed it at all differently <laughs> since you since you moved? Yeah, I've noticed that um, I, I moved my desk to right in front of a window. Like I got the big ass window in my room, mm-hmm. and so my microphone is right there in front of it. So oh, I was like. Nice. Sit in my chair, record, look outside, yeah, yeah, see what's yeah. happening. Yeah, I live in an, uh, I live in a pretty bad area, which is pretty cool. I mean, it's Tacoma. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all of it's all of it's a bad, all of it's a bad area. But uh, it's cool. I see a bunch of wild shit going on outside, and sometimes I'll throw it in a song because like. I'm just pulling whatever's like around oh, yeah. me, whatever. Like, I mean, I grew up in Tacoma, so I totally get it. <laughs> like, I can visualize this song. <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw a man yoink a motorcycle at like 4 a.m. Just saw it in the back of his truck and drive away. I was like, yeah, this is home. <laughs> Where did you uh, move from originally? Uh, I moved from Florida. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so big difference. Well, Tacoma ain't a big difference, really, from where I'm from. <laughs> so, uh, do you feel that it's changed uh, the, uh, the overall sound at all? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, when I lived in Florida, I used to make, like, uh, like I don't know, like, underground horrorcore type shit. Like, okay. like, grumbly voice, like, that type shit. Um, but when I moved here, I started listening to different kind of music and started really, like, developing my taste. In, and I started listening to, like, a lot of rap, a lot of pop, you know? Um, and that's really developed my sound. So, uh, I now make a lot of pop, a lot of rap, just like R&B, just like mellow vibe, me- meliotic oriented type shit. Yeah. That's cool. That's really great. Yeah. Uh, it sounds better. It sounds better, I think. And, uh, I feel like if I like my music, then other people are going to like my music. So for our third dab here, we have Chemdog, which is a kind of an old local favorite here. Chemdog is a well-balanced hybrid known for its rich diesel and skunky smell and taste and tendency to leave the smoker euphoric and calm. We picked up a gram of these diamonds at a shop on Broadway in Everett. That one was smooth. So uh, you have a new EP uh, yeah. and a series of singles you're about to release. Yeah. yeah. Um, what can you tell us about it? Uh, it's super cool. It's uh, it's different from the st- from the new stuff that I've been putting out. Um, in a way that it's more like it's more heartfelt, emotional. You know, I really wanted people to feel what I'm saying, or at least what they can understand right, <laughs> what right, I'm saying. Right. Sure. Uh, so I'm I'm really excited for people to hear it. It comes from a part place in my heart. So I feel like maybe it'll it'll touch a few people at least. Was the writing process different than what you're you're doing now, or not really? It's just uh, the the direction I decided to put into it. You know, um, 
the first few things I put out was really me experimenting to see what I can do and find my sound. And now that I found my sound, I could really just completely envelop myself in it. Mm-hmm. And I really want to, I want to show that. So it's more, okay, there it is. I found what I am. Now let's see, now let the world see like, exactly. where, what my sound is. Exactly. And now it's <coughs> such a, such a strong, uh, So now that I got so much support from from so many important people, you know my my fiance and my best friend Sharon, he's uh, they've been helping me a lot on this, and uh, they've been really really supportive, and uh, yeah, I'm really excited for people to hear because those are those are the two people I've been working with on this EP that I'm excited to try to get out. So now that you know, now that you've got a firm idea of what your sound is, like how would you describe it? What is what is you now? Auto tune currently. Okay. <laughs> that, Auto-tune crooning? Is yeah. that Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, that's cool. <laughs> it's, 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 very, it's very melodic. It's very, it's very much uh, singing. You know, I found that it, it really don't matter what you say as long as it comes from, like, here. Sure. People feel it. You know what I'm saying? And if it sounds good, people want to listen to it. So we've gotten to the halfway point here. Um, so next up we've got... For number four, our uh, Black Diesel. This one's a new one, actually. The guy, uh, the guy at the store, very recommended it. Black Diesel is a sativa-dominant hybrid with a rich and complex taste of diesel, pepper, and sour fruit. And it's known for its tendency to leave the smoker energetic and charged without feeling jittery. We found a gram of this wax at a shop on Seventy Second Avenue in Tacoma. I like that you're not shy with those hits. Nah, when I found out about you guys, I was like, oh, that's hot ones, but with dabs. All right. Uh, well, now that the COVID lockdowns are lifting, uh, do you have any plans for live performances? Actually, yeah. Um, October 30th, um, me and my fiance are going to be playing with, uh, with Zany Claus and Lil Texan, and Funky Gordon, and a whole lot more in Sacramento, California. Uh, more will be on my page, my Instagram, uh, my Facebook, my fi- uh, my fiance's music page. Uh, look up Zanny Claus, Lil Texan. Also, uh, you see flyers and shit for it, uh, so check that out. That's cool, you get to do some, a little bit of traveling for a show. Yeah, yeah, I love California too, so I'm really excited to. I'm really, really excited to go there. I used to live in, uh, used to live in Santa Monica, but I've never really been to Northern. Uh, have you uh, checked out any of the local uh, venues? I know it's been with COVID, it's been kind of difficult over the last year to check <laughs> no, out any venues. I've actually only been to two concerts. Um, yeah, I was dragged to Warp Tour in like goddamn 2016 mm-hmm. which is funny because my fiance before i even met her she just happened to be at the same exact warp tour and we we didn't meet there um oh, yeah. yeah but a fun fact um and then i went to a joji concert because i was a i like joji for some reason at that point <laughs> all right so moving on now we have an acapulco gold i've been excited about this one i have 
I took one dab of this one so far just to taste it. Acapulco Gold is a classic sativa dominant strain known for its cerebral and energetic high and its rich taste of earthiness and burnt toffee. We grabbed a gram of these saucy diamonds at a shop on Cathcart Way in Bothell. So there is a unique range in the sound of your songs, uh, with some tending towards more like the shadow rap kind of, uh, uh, like cold push and serving, um, while others tend toward more mainstream uh, kind of thing. Do you see this as the result of the collaboration process or is it based more on a mood or message of the piece? Uh, it's definitely what I'm feeling at the time. Um, in certain cases, um, when I made push, I was literally on FaceTime with Sherm, and we were drinking, and I was like, I'm going to make a song right now. And I just started whispering into the mic, and he was like, no, that's hard. And I was like, okay, cool. And uh, uh, Cole really, that's that's probably one of my favorite songs that I made. Um, it, that was just like, from like past experiences, shit I was feeling at the time, you know, I, like I said, I really wanted to envelop myself in the music. So I want to put as much of myself into that as possible. Because <laughs> when I made Cold, that was when I found out like who I was as an artist. So that would you say that was kind of a defining song for you then? Definitely. Yeah. Right on. Um and um so when you're I guess kind of circling back to your process, you said you like to get really high and listen to these uh um the uh, the beats that your yeah. that your friends will make and stuff like that. So then, um, when you're listening to that, how do you? What's your determining factor for? Okay, we're gonna like you said, you did the whispering in that one, yeah. which I thought was really fucking rad. <laughs> um, but like, how do you decide if you're gonna do that or maybe do some like growl like grumbly growly things when, or like when I'm figuring out the melody? Um, okay, because like literally, I'll play the beat through the whole song, and I like hum. I'll, I'll sing, you know, sometimes lines will just, like words will just pop up as I'm doing that and I'll be like, okay, that's something I can work around. Okay. You know, so it's really just what comes out of it because I'll try like six different things and I'll be like, that sounds the best. I'm going to keep that clip, bam, and the words fall in place. That's cool. Do you, uh, do you often do like live collaborations? Um... Sometimes it, it really depends. Um, when I made Sun with uh, Candace Lupus and Ethereal Lotus, uh, Candace sent me the beat. And as soon as I heard it, like the first second, I knew exactly what I was going to do. Like there was no doubt about it. I already had the melody. I already had the words. That was it. Um, oh, wow. So I called him like 15 minutes later. And I was like, I got it. And uh, he, he wanted to make a song with me anyway. He was like, no, nah, I need to be on one of your songs. So I was like, you want to be on this? He was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, we, I FaceTimed him and him, Dirtbound, and Ethereal Lotus were all hanging out. And he was like, I'm going to work on a song tonight. I'm going to get it finished. I'm going to send it to you in the morning. I was like, sweet. So I woke up in the morning to an email that said, son featuring Candace Lupus and Ethereal Lotus. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's crazy. I didn't even know he was going to be on a song. <laughs> that's awesome. 
Do you ever like carry like a? You ever get like a melody in your head before you actually hear uh, mm-hmm. like a beat or something like that? And then, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I was thinking about that like on Tuesday and shit. And mm-hmm. I uh, I have two jobs, so I work a lot, like a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's like 13, 14 hour days, so I'll think of so much shit throughout the day. And if I have the time, I, I like go and do the walk-in. I, I'm not going in the walk-in, boss. Uh, I, go, I go on the walk-in, I go on my voice memo, and I just like hum into it. And then I go back to work, it's like 15 seconds. So like I try, I try to keep this shit, like I try to memorize it if it's good enough. So uh, for our final dab here, we've got uh, Frosted Lemon. I've been really excited to do this one. This one this is crazy. <laughs> That's pretty, right? Jesus. Nice. I'm excited. I know. I've been, I've been super stoked. Definitely best one. for last. That's crazy. Yes. Lemon Frost is a sativa-dominant strain known for its energetic and uplifting high and its rich flavor of lemon peels and tangy sweetness. We found a gram of these diamonds at a shop in Capitol Hill. For our last one here, um, self-publishing platforms like SoundCloud have been instrumental in bringing sounds to people that might never have been exposed to otherwise. Um, What have been some of the advantages and disadvantages of these mediums, and uh, what role do you see them playing in the future, and in your future? Well, uh, when I found out about SoundCloud when I was like 11 or 12, when I first started making electronic music, like trying to mm-hmm. um i i was like oh my god like finally you know somebody can listen to my shit like when i found out you could just upload shit i was like that's it it was game changing yeah so when i finally felt like i was good enough i started putting out uh electronic music like dubstep and and like trap music and shit um under the alias kill me and uh, if you look up on soundcloud the 16 year old me with emo hair, uh, uh, doing like, I don't know. <laughs> you'll, now, now that he has a picture, you'll see it. Um, <laughs> and my following actually was pretty good. Um, I, I won a bunch of remix competitions and shit. And after like six years of that, I just felt like I hit a plateau. I, I gotta do something else. I wasn't getting more followers. I wasn't getting more plays. It was it was the exact same, you know. I was getting good plays. I had good followers, but I felt like I wasn't getting nowhere. And I mm-hmm. wanted to make something different. And oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> when Spot uh, when SoundCloud started letting you uh, put shit on like Spotify and like YouTube Music and like streaming platforms and then you monetize shit, uh, that went crazy. Cold had got over 5,000 plays in like a week. Like, That's awesome. Not even a week. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, so the fact that SoundCloud not only lets you put it, your music on their platform, but other people's platforms and lets a more broad 
horizon of people listening mm -hmm. to it. It's fucking crazy. Hey guys, thank you so much for watching. Remember to hit like or follow and uh, share with your friends. Bye. <laughs>